What's up, everybody? Welcome to the 213th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. I am your host, SBJ, and with me today, I have the ever-so-Washington Will. <laughs> the 100% Washington, D.C. Will. That's right. I'm oh. the only Will in all of Washington, D.C. You were the number one TCG player in Washington, D.C. at one point in time. At, w- at one point in time, that's true. That is true. No longer rocking that leaderboard. Hard now to I let uh, little like eight and nine year old kids beat me at the TCG. No qualms <laughs> about it. Hey, they're good. They're good. They besides homework, they don't have a care in the world. The we got a special guest with us today. We we have this thing called Patreon, and I know we we promote it a lot, and I I sometimes feel bad for over promoting it, but. You know, it it helps keep keep the lights on here. Actually, it doesn't. I, I pay my own bills. The Patreon just helps us do cool things. But uh, one of our Patreon backers who did the $35 reward for more than three months is on. I got to welcome Tyler to the show. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Tyler, thank you. First, thank you for being a Patreon backer. Uh, hopefully, this podcast will be enjoyable for you. It's always, I think it's always weird to like listen like you've probably been listening to the podcast for a while hence why you backed but now like are you going to listen to the show that you are on naturally why wouldn't i (laughs) i mean some people are on this show and they don't listen to it at all they like unsubscribed (laughs) and wrote a mean comment on (laughs) itunes so i I, those are the people that have no terms of life (laughs) i i do listen to to my own show and I point out everything I do wrong or like, oh, I said like too many times or I said um too many times or sometimes I say so and anyway, I think listening to your own show is, is a great way to improve yourself. But enough about me. Tyler, let me hit you with the hard questions, starting off with what your favorite Pokemon is. Easily Mudkip. Just Mudkip is my life. That's a good Why choice. is that funny? Why are you laughing at Mudkip? Mudkip's a cutie. I think I laugh at everyone's favorite Pokemon just because I feel like it it starts to unravel their personality a bit. Mm. Well, Mudkip is like this cute little lax Pokemon, and it's not really the best of all the starters that I would choose. But the way it just keeps it going and it's so calm and easygoing is just too amazing. What about what about your favorite Pokemon game? Um, I have to say Pokemon Emerald because uh, I just really like the Hoenn games. I started out with Sapphire, and Emerald just tugged on my heart when I got it. Started off with Sapphire. Man, that makes me feel old. <laughs> oh, you are. <laughs> you got me beat, though, Will. You got me beat. Mm. Another question here. How did you discover the podcast? And when did you start listening, I suppose, would be the follow-up question. I started listening to the podcast on my birthday a couple of years ago, um, listening to Mega Mudkip episode, uh, coincidentally. And I just really love the show. I've never even heard of a podcast before that. So listening to you guys making me laugh, especially when I was trying to get some homework done, always nice. Sweet. Wait, so, so you were like having your birthday and you're like, oh, let me give myself a little treat. Let me download this podcast. <laughs> podcast Pokemon. And then Actually, you're like, it was oh, my that's mother. the best present ever. Oh, okay. <laughs> your mother forced you to download podcasts? 
no she's just like have you ever heard of this thing called a podcast i'm like no what is it and she just explained it to me and i saw a pokemon podcast and i was like i might as well just listen to that <laughs> i oh, remember that legit i remember my first podcast it was uh radio radio free nintendo i think it's called i i mean i'm pretty sure they're still they're still doing that thing uh, if i'm not mistaken because i know i know two people that work over there but they run i think their website is nintendo world report which is confusing because their podcast is uh radio free nintendo but i remember i got my very first computer 17 inch macbook pro i was about to go to college bought the computer with my own money started importing all my music when cds were cool gotta you know import all those cds and I I was just not in the mood for music and I was going through the tabs in iTunes and there was like this podcast tab and then I saw all these shows and I was just looking and I was like, oh, like there's a show about cooking and there's a show about golf and maybe if, I, let me type in the word Nintendo and these Nintendo podcasts came up and my first podcast was Radio Free Nintendo and like it's it was a very like weird and cool discovery and I don't know if there's anything current in life that would be like oh, look at what I just discovered, and now this is such a big part of my life. Obviously, you know, X amount of years ago when I discovered podcasts, it was kind of like a snowball effect where I just started finding more and more podcasts to listen to. And now yeah, I, I think I listen to more podcasts than you do, though. Because I got a huge number of subscriptions. <laughs> what, what, was your, what was your first podcast, Will? I can't remember. It was so long ago. It was either, like, Geekdrome or This Week in Tech. Okay. I was going to say, One like, podcasts aren't that old. Oh, they're at least 11 years old. And dude, when you're 43, 11 years ago might as well be a century. <laughs> well, let's see. Let's see. We got, we got, some, we got some Pokemon news to cover. Uh, we're going to cover the Pokemon movie I watched that I talked about in our MGC episode last week. Uh, but before we get into things and to stay a little bit off topic for a couple more minutes here, Will, how was your weekend? Well, it's been very quiet. Um, I started out by celebrating my 20th year of working for Georgetown by not going to work. So I've had a three-day weekend, and uh, one of our uh, one of my friends is coming to visit next weekend from out of town, and I'm supposed to be cleaning up my place, and I've done like a little bit, but it's still a disaster in here. Uh, so that's been my main goal. Played a little of The Division. I really like The Division. I know you're not a big fan of the Tom Clancy uh, games, but I like it. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Exercise. You were on you know Destiny last night? Well, I did a little bit of Destiny because I had... I thought the update was coming out, like, this coming week, not this past week. Oh, so yeah, I'm yeah. a little behind the times on there. I was listening to a podcast, another, like, a Destiny podcast, and they were saying, yeah, this guy got to 335 light in four hours. It was a world record. I was like, how could he have gotten to 335 light when they haven't released the update yet? And then I was like, oh, well... They already did release the update. There you go. I need to get Destiny still. <laughs> on uh, Which system are you on? PS4 or Xbox One? PS4. There you go. There you that's go. Where, that's where we're all playing. Uh, yeah, I've, I've played a little little Destiny this past week. That Surprisingly, the, the update seems big, but there's not a lot of content. That's not to say it's not good. Like I'm enjoying my time with it. Um, I'm still on that Clash Royale bandwagon. There were, <laughs> uh, you were literally playing Clash Royale while playing Destiny. That's well, yeah, how sad your life well, has the, become. 
the great thing about Clash Royale is when you're in orbit and you're going to a mission and you're going back to the tower, that's like enough time for one Clash Royale game. Uh, no, it's not, because you were literally sitting there saying, hold on, we need to wait another 35 seconds before I can start going into this mission in Destiny. <laughs> well, I can't. Those are literally the words that came out of your Sometimes mouth. Sometimes overtime happens, Well, That's an extra minute. Uh, big news wait, for me. <laughs> here's another nugget of wisdom from uh, SBJ. <laughs> it's better to draw than to lose. <laughs> yeah, that, that's absolutely true in Clash Royale. It is better to get a draw than to loss, to, make, to take the loss. Where but somebody, if you take the loss, don't you learn something new from it? No, well, if you take the loss, you lose you lose thirty trophies, and if you take if you win, you go up thirty trophies. If you draw, you you don't lose or win any trophies. So a lot of people will like if they lose one tower right away, they'll just go, oh, okay, I lost this game. Whereas if if you lost a tower and you fight off the wave and then you do your big push and you take their tower, like all you have to do now is defend, even if they're pushing really hard and. And instead of just losing the trophy, at least play it out to try to um, draw it so you don't lose any trophies. Shows my experience of the game. <laughs> yeah, because also, also when you lose the when you lose your first tower and you think, okay, I lost. Like that's a good time to like try different strategies too. Like every time a baby dragon comes, I usually put up these spear goblins, but those don't work. Maybe like if a baby dragon comes, I put up this unit and see how like how many hits that unit can take, and that teaches you something for the future because obviously if you're playing a good game you're gonna you're not gonna make those same like oh i wonder what would happen if this would work so i don't know i take it as like i still might lose but this is my opportunity to either attempt to draw or like let me just try putting these units down and see how effective they are against those units well i've been playing field runners since uh the iphone first allowed you to have games and that's enough towers for me thank you <laughs> It came us so old. Uh, I got to two thousand trophies, two thousand plus trophies in in Clash Royale. So if I get to three thousand, that puts me into tournament level. So that's what I'm aiming for. Um, so I'm really, really excited. Tyler, anything exciting happening happening with you? Anything you want to share? Um, I ditched my brother's birthday to go to a Pokemon event. Yeah, uh, you're in the right place. <laughs> and I played the TCG, and I went on undefeated which was really nice won a couple of booster packs oh okay at a local tournament or yeah a local tournament that's awesome was it uh was it a draft or was it just standard it was a standard so wait how old did your brother turn on his birthday um seven. Oh, not um, a big deal yeah nobody cares about seven <laughs> yeah whatever they'll, ne they'll never remember it anyways they only remember uh, the, yeah. the good toys but he did get some Pokemon cards. I'm rather jealous of. I'm trying to get him off his hands. <laughs> did he get a Jolteon EX? Because I know a yes. dude in England who's willing to buy a Jolteon EX right now. Got the full art. Yeah, well, I'm sure he'll pay extra. He really needs a Jolteon EX. <laughs> uh, up those deals. Uh, why don't we, since, since Tyler brought up Pokemon, I suppose we can transition into some Pokemon news. All the good segues. All the good segues. Uh, first bit of news is Camp Pokemon is now available on Android. Uh, funny thing was Camp Pokemon has been available on on iOS for, I looked it up, about 18 months. So this is the same exact app on Android 18 months later. Not sure what took them so long. Maybe 
they were just waiting to see if it would do well or maybe the team was busy making other apps. I don't know. But if you have kids, Camp Pokemon is obviously marketed towards them. It's not really a game for people mine and Will's age. Oh, I'm, no, I still enjoy it. I I mean, I've downloaded it. I went through it. It's it's fine. It's it's cool. It's just it, it's hard to hold your attention, at least for me. It's, it's no Clash Royale. What you oh. <laughs> uh, the other bit of news I have is uh, David posted an article on pkmncast.com. Maze, Maze Korokora will have information regarding Sun and Moon. The leak of the April Korokora magazine didn't state anything really about Sun and Moon other than it promised that the May edition will feature at least one uh, reveal of the game's box art. The magazine confirmed that the new Robo Deance-like Meg- legendary Magirna has an official typing of steel and fairy and gave a new look at a new Pokemon arcade game coming to Japan in July. Wait, wait what Pokemon arcade? What? It's I missed called, that completely. It's called Gay Ole. G-A hyphen O-L uh, Ole uh, apostrophe E. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh like goalie. Oh, goalie. 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 Just because I'm on the podcast doesn't mean everything has to be gay, sir. Hey, G-A. <laughs> Could either be ga or gay. Ga. Ga. Gaoli. I think it's gaole. Hmm. I didn't hear about that. Sounds like a soccer Pokemon game. Yeah, it uh, does. Yeah, I, don't, I don't have any images of it here in front of me. I don't know if there are any images. I only see this screenshot of Korra Korra. In the What's Next uh, section of April's Korra Korra, a large spread featuring blurred-out packaging for the games hinted at the issue's next content. Uh, the images leaked show a sentence saying, You can see more Pokemon in May's magazine. While we're not entirely sure what this means, it will give us a first look at the game covers and somewhat reveal maybe some new Pokemon. Obviously, legendaries have been featured on the front of Pokemon games for a while. And, and if you don't, I, I, I noticed in the screenshot of the boxes that doesn't show the art that you can see bricks in the background. So that means there's going to be bricks in the game. <laughs> Guaranteed. You heard it here Great. first. Bricks in the Tetris. game. Tetris. What other news Ooh. do I have? I got some scandalous news for you guys. Uh, a, I like a scandal. A line of Pokemon inspired la- <laughs> lingerie is coming. I got all what? I got all giddy saying that. I mean, everybody knows my stance against underwear. So why are they investing in these products? So th- this article is from GameRant.com. I'll read. I'll read a little bit from here. In a weird promotion tie-in, the Pokemon Company International and Japanese lingerie company Yummy Mart are partnering up to release a Pokemon-inspired line of lingerie. With Pokemon and Sun and Moon coming out later this year and Pokemon Go augmented reality game following shortly afterwards. I don't know why that... I already don't like the site because they got those mixed up. Uh, We are declaring... Yep, blah, blah, blah. Let me skip this. This lingerie line will be available on April 20th and those interested in purchasing some of the Pokemon lingerie pieces and accessories can order from Yummy Mart online store. Though it appears that the line is currently only available for Japanese fans. Uh, I'm sorry, but those Pikachu lingeries look incredibly uncomfortable. Yeah, that's all it shows is this, uh, it's like a, it's almost like a Pikachu bathrobe. 
Uh, well, no, that that one looks comfortable. It's the the uh, no, and they have pokeball like boxers, Ooh. boy shorts, I believe is I a got term. directed to a better article from IGN. Oh, I'm actually on the Yummy Mart site. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, yeah, the IGN one has uh, like a Pikachu bra and Pikachu underwear. I didn't want to say that word. What bra? Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, here we go. Here's the complete line. The line includes a Pikachu cape, Pokeball clad shorts, Pikachu underpants, and a Pikachu sleep mask. Ooh. I could get the sleep mask for Irene. She loves sleep masks. Uh, Yummy Mart will also be selling a Pokeball shaped tote bag uh, for your toiletry. Sadly, the plush Pikachu cover bra is not for sale. There you go. Ah, the one that looks incredibly uncomfortable. Okay. Not for sale. Those interested can go over to the Yummy Mart online store. They will be available April 20th, so just in a couple days from this recording. And it looks like it is not available coming to the West. So if you're, you know, dead set on some uh, Pokeball clad shorts, you might have to find somebody in Japan to order those for you and ship ship them your way. So I don't understand. There's a tee that goes with the Pokeball clad shorts that is like it says zero two five on it. What does zero, that mean? Pikachu zero two five. Oh, but it's like a yellow zero, a black two, and a red five. It just hmm. I mean, I guess that's like the Pokeball colors. Yeah. Plus, it just looks pretty. And it says Pikachu on the back. So there you go. There you go. All right, this is some interesting news, and the only reason I'm reading it, I mean, I guess it's from a more reliable source. Uh, This is from Forbes.com. Not that, like, I could take or leave the Pikachu lingerie. I just wanted to read it because it was funny. But uh, Pokemon live-action movie rights enter a bidding battle. Again, this is from Forbes, which makes it a little more uh, reputable as as I butcher that word. It seems I that don't know. It seems that Legendary may walk away with the live action movie rights to Pokemon franchise, leaving Sony and Warner Brothers disappointed. While Pokemon Company is run, while Pokemon is run by the Pokemon Company, one of the owners is Nintendo. You will remember from a while back Nintendo was thinking of using their intellectual property more aggressively on the things like movies. It seems that the vanguard of strategy will be immensely popular. Pokemon series will be the immensely popular Pokemon series. To date, we've all we've already had all manners of anime series and movies, but Pokemon has yet to venture into the realm of live action in any meaningful way. This deal is an interesting one. While Warner Brothers has the history of supporting Pokemon animated movies, Legendary's involvement will be more pertinent. This is because Legendary is owned by the Chinese company Dalen Wanda Group, Wanda Group as they recently acquired a majority stake earlier this year. Don't forget that Legendary has also licensed the excellent Godzilla, so there's already a relationship uh, precedent while coming with dealing with Japanese intellectual property. Uh, There's some more in-depth about Godzilla. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Whatever the result, it's clear that a live Pokemon action movie is something the future may hold, will hold, if the Hollywood element can be somewhat mitigated then this could end up being both good news for Pokemon fans and Nintendo fans alike. Well, that's only if it's good. <laughs> yeah, and this is such, like, non-news news. It's, like, it, it, it would be different if it was saying the Pokemon Company International is looking for someone to make a live-action Pokemon movie. 
just because a bunch of companies are out there throwing money at TPCI saying we want to make your movie means like nothing. And I think that this author shows a little bit of ignorance about Pokemon because he says in the article um, that the Chinese connection at Legendary belies a greater degree of cultural compatibility than a straight-up Western company might lack. Um, Hi, the Pokemon games are only adding Chinese for the first time in Pokemon Sun and Moon, (laughs) a game that hasn't even come out yet. So what do the Chinese know of Pokemon? Not much. Maybe. I, I, well, I mean, obviously. I would. <laughs> I would say that the that the Godzilla legendary connection is is fair in this article because obviously Godzilla very popular in Japan, Pokemon very popular in Japan, both monsters. Legendary usually makes pretty good movies. So whether or not this movie's, you know, on the horizon or coming down, uh, coming down the pipes. I would not be opposed to Legendary making it. That being said, I don't, I don't really care who makes it. I would just be curious to see it. It would probably, though, end up being bad. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I don't care who makes it as long as it doesn't end up like Avatar The Last End Airbender movie, live-action movie. Uh, they're just going to be running so through some small town, and then Ash is going to go like, Pikachu Thunderbolt! <laughs> oh no! If they um if they do a live action movie, there will be no Ash. I can Hopefully. guarantee you that. That w- that would be the biggest mistake for any company trying to make a live action movie would to be make to make one with Ash in it. Now start with your own characters and your own IP and and do it differently. Well, then they'd actually have to do some research then because they'll just be like, all the kids like Ash. No, no, no. They all they need to do is remake one of the manga. That is true. The manga are pretty good. As long as it's not a burst manga, then everybody will be fine. So what would what would you guys want in a Pokemon movie? Is that like... Pokemon? <laughs> Mudkips? All right, both, both good answers here. Would you want something that would be... Well, what, what's an average movie nowadays? Like two hours, I feel? What can you, what can you accomplish in two hours with a Pokemon movie? Um, pretty much anything. Yeah, if you just like skip a bunch of time, then you can have a lot more access. I mean, if you, if you look at the story component of any Pokemon game, that's about two hours at most. <laughs> the rest uh, of the time, you're just battling Zubat. Come on. <laughs> yeah, just playing through all the Pokemon games. If I just want to get to the uh. Battle Chateau. I'm just like, okay, here we go. Just pick Firestarter. We're good. I mean, I think of I think of the anime and what I like in the 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 best episodes in the anime are like usually Ash's tournaments, where it's like here are the next three episodes are dedicated to this tournament, and it's pretty much nothing but Pokemon battles, and that's what hey, I no. like. Uh, what's his no. face? The dude that climbs, Grant. That one was my favorite. Why was that one your favorite? Because, um, like, when he was battling uh, the girl in the episode before, he was just climbing on the roof, and I felt like that's what I would be doing. And then when he fell down, it was just hilarious. Oh, oh, when he was in the Battle Chateau, not at his gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. 
This, this is a deep, deep Pokemon cartoon cut right here. <laughs> <laughs> the first appearance of Grant was not at his gym. Oh, no. Uh, I haven't even seen any of the newer episodes. Oh, you are missing out. They are so good. I know. I feel oh, like I, I tell you, the internet is aflame right now with the um, Serena wearing Ash's clothes. And like, like who pulled it off better? And she looks so cute in his little outfit. Serena probably does look better. Every every episode is well pitching the anime is so good. Because <laughs> it's such a good... It, it's like anybody who's like hung up on season one of the Pokemon anime, you're like doing yourself a disservice because obviously it has changed in 18 or so years. And it's season like one complete... is just uh, Team Rocket doing something every single episode and Ash battling here and there. And now it's just Team Rocket doing something every other episode. Well, that's true. <laughs> but also Team Rocket has pathos because if you saw the recent episode where because um, Jesse enters the contest, much like she did in pre previously when they had the original contest. So she enters as Jessalina. And like she finally won a contest and got a princess key. And it's like this whole like arc in this season is you feel bad for Jesse and you want like her to have good things. And like she like fell in love with a doctor and she was ready to quit Team Rocket and to like just live a normal life with this doctor. And she gave it up because this other girl was in love with the doctor. And then like she like had to break her own heart just to allow somebody else to have happiness. And it's like so beautiful. But that's entirely the Diamond and Pearl seasons. Like, all the pity for Team Rocket. Well, I'm glad they're bringing it back. <laughs> and, and they have Wobbuffet. Didn't, they have Wobbuffet again, so there didn't, you go. Didn't, uh, like, Jesse come from, like, a super poor family and James came from, like, a super rich? Correct. Half the comedy is James running into his old manor. Or, no, running away from his parents because they wanted him to have an arranged marriage. Oh, I do remember that. But he proposed first. I don't know. Uh, that's, that's like out of my memory right there. To get to get back to the movie talk a little bit here. <laughs> so in a Pokemon movie, it'll focus on Jesse. There you go. A oh, there you go. If, I, I would not be opposed to that. But I was going to transition somewhere into a movie and then take a break and then come back and talk about the movie we watched last week, which was Arceus and the Jewel of Life. But I can't think of a good transition. Um, so here's some music and we'll be right back. And we are back from our break. We're going to talk a little bit about Arceus and the Jewel of Life. I'm, I always, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's Arceus as the movie, like, focuses on the key part of Arceus's name. You can well, say it either way. No, either, either way is okay, because I think in uh, some other game, they, like, there's an announcer that says Arceus. Oh, okay. I think that if you say Arceus, though, it's offensive to British people, so I always focus on Arceus. I see, I see. So, we... No, well, not we, I and some other people, because uh, I don't think... Tyler, you weren't there, were you? Unfortunately, I missed it. And Will was not. So uh, what we're talking about is last Tuesday, so about a week ago, 
Uh, I did a movie night on a on a service called Rabbit R I B B dot I T, and what it does is it allows the host, which would be me, to pick a movie, and then everyone else can watch that movie uh, as long as they're in in the same room. And there's uh, options for uh, a whole chat to go along with the movie. It lets the viewers not need to worry about having the movie or finding the movie because they're obviously watching from the host. It also allows for both video and audio chat. Uh, so if, you know, Will and I want to watch a movie and talk and see each other at the same time, that's possible. And we ended up picking uh, Arceus and the Jewel of Life, which was a movie I've never seen. And we only allowed chat mostly because I didn't know how many people were going to come. So I didn't want to like have like 12 people trying to talk over each other. So uh, we ended up getting about 15, 16 different people in the room. The rooms can hold up to 25 people. We watched the movie for a Pokemon movie. I thought it was really good. I thought it was one of the better Pokemon movies, actually. It made it a hundred times better that like other people were watching it with with us, and like the jokes that were coming through and the references and like it was just a really really fun experience. And we're actually going to do it again this coming Friday. Uh, but before before we do all that, uh, Tyler, you said you've seen the movie before. What are your thoughts? It's actually my third favorite movie from the anime. Um, holy crap, this thing is long. Uh, <laughs> it's one of those weird ones that uh, brings together the movie, so I really liked how it was able to link to a lot of different parts of the anime as well. Um, and plus, I memorized uh, the main song for a speech in my English class, so. <laughs> it was, so, right off the bat in the movie, for those of you that haven't seen it, I would recommend maybe pausing it at this part and go watching it, or if you don't care, we're obviously going to spoil the movie here for you. But right off the bat in the movie, uh, Giratina shows up, and Palkia and Diaga show up, Di- Dialga show up and uh there was references to how there was references to the old Giratina movie where they were like oh well, Giratina used to be bad and then he's good and look now he's bad again and so I thought that was kind of cool that they were like kind of tying these together well you get yeah. to that part after you go through like 20 minutes of the entire first whatever is going on <laughs> Right. And this but, is also um, uh, related to the Darkrai movie. It's yeah. like the third in the series. Yeah, that's what I was saying about tying it up. The Darkrai movie, the Garatina movie, and now the Arceus movie. I didn't, I didn't get the Darkrai dark dark references. Um, <laughs> Darkrai! <laughs> but I, I will say that there was actually barely any ash in this movie. They don't really focus so much... I mean, they're still Ash. Don't get me wrong. Don't go into this movie thinking, oh, great, finally a movie with no Ash. I mean, Ash is there. He exists. He obviously solves the pandemic at the end. But as for, like, a full Pokemon movie, Ash and Pikachu are kind of put off to the side as they, like, address this Arceus lore of, like, 
creating the world and like laying out this field and how Arceus gave part of its stone gem things that circle around it to help uh, nurture this area and how he didn't get those back and how he felt betrayed. Like that was all really good storing storytelling I thought for you know what is quote unquote a kids movie plus it was the only movie that the main villain actually kind of died which was pretty awesome oh yeah 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 the the dude in the red you're talking about right yeah marcus okay yeah glad we have you here cuz i don't remember anyone's name he was hit, he was hit by the fallen rocks, I believe, when Arceus was escaping, and all you saw left was his uh, crown or some kind of little circlet that he had. Maybe Wait, glasses. I thought the bad guy was named Deimos. No, no, they they like they like Deimos pitched, is the good guy. Yeah, they pitched Deimos as the bad guy, but he was oh. actually set up. That's why, like the like this, it's good storytelling. Actually, it's it's really good. Um. So there's a little bit of time travel. They obviously Ash and crew go back in time to uh, figure out like wh- what actually happened and why Ar- Arceus thought he was betrayed by Deimos. At one point, Arceus is like uh, hit with like gray Nickelodeon slime, and that slime starts to fill up, and then like rocks, like it rocks start Quick falling. It, very, it's a very brutal scene. For, again, a and kid's all those movie. psychic Pokemon. Yeah, all the psychic Pokemon. Uh, I enjoyed the movie. I'm giving you guys a little little bit of facts here. So the movie's an hour and a half long. It uh, it was released in July of 2009. So obviously, shortly after it came to the states, uh, in Japan, uh, it actually made 50 million dollars at the box office, uh, which is pretty cool. Also, if you look at it, it's probably not a $50 million movie, so they're probably making some major bank on that, because that's not even including uh, the American release and DVD sales and everything like that. Some of those Pokemon command high salaries. Don't be surprised if it was more than $50 million. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure Arceus so is like 2 or $3 million alone for his salary. That's right. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. They gotta ask for that. You know how much? How much airtime? How many lines does he have to do? Arceus does actually talk a lot in the movie, and he has a very weird voice. I think, but it, I think it, he has a very solid voice. It fits him. Um, I just was better not ex- or worse than a Reggie. Well, the Reggies don't talk, do they? They just go. Well, so better or worse than a. No, nothing is better than. <laughs> Uh, the Reggies are incredible. Um, <laughs> let's see. So let's get some trivia here. The events of this movie happened between episodes Beating the Bustle and Hustle and Gateway to Ruin, if you're following along with the anime. The movie directors and producers went to Greece in August of 2008 because that was the basis for the movie's fictional setting. I, the movie was confirmed in Japanese cinema in 2008. Uh, it came after Garatina and the Sky Warrior. Warrior. So that's what we talked about earlier. That was part of three. Though it happened to Ash's friends before, this is the first time Ash actually does time travel in a Pokemon movie. And he does it like three times in a row. 
<laughs> it's like the Pokemon version of Inception in this movie. Wait, Ash back in time and back in time. What? Back in time. And then at the end, they actually don't show this, but Shaman is driving a bus off the side of a bridge. This is, a, uh, <laughs> this is the third movie in which Ash and friends do not encounter Team Rocket. And actually, now thinking back, Team Rocket doesn't do much in this movie at all. They're just comedy. Yeah. That happens sometimes. I, yeah. I, th- I think that that's, that's good, though. Like, like, when they did show up, they were funny. Uh, but they didn't, like, they didn't, they didn't have any plans. They didn't try to do anything. They just kind of showed up, made some comedy relief, and then left. Like, uh, near the end, when they're trying to steal the watermelons, they accidentally pick up a Voltorb. Oh, yeah. Oh, hilarious. Uh, Ash, Dawn. By the way, Dawn is in this movie, not Misty, for you know any of those anime fans that haven't been keeping up. Ash, Dawn, and Brock can be seen wearing their winter clothing briefly during the end credits. This marks the first and only time they have been seen to be wearing it since departing from Snow Point City. Uh, apart from the brief appearances in the prologue and the end credits, Giratina only appears in its altered form throughout the movie. However, its origin form is seen briefly before it transformed to fight Diaga. Must be holding a Grizzius orb or something. And to date, this is the longest Pokemon movie distance between the United States date and DVD release. It premiered in the United States on November 20th, 2009. Uh, its DVD wasn't released until February 1st, 2011. So 14 months later. Um... And I think that's pretty much it here for trivia. So well, I'm, I'm really funny confused. Uh, I, I just have to ask a quick question. So I just read while you were blabbing on about Arceus and the Jewel of Life, I read a synopsis of the Darkrai movie. Okay. And it seems like the entire Darkrai movie is about Dialga and Palkia having a battle. Yeah. And yeah. Darkrai trying to... So how would you say that that's not related to the Arceus movie? <laughs> It totally is, though. It, what, I know. No, no, no. I, I, <laughs> I'm not saying they're not related. I just don't remember the Dark Cry movie besides Dark Cry. And it's besides your the, favorite movie. I mean, it's I've only seen it once. And the, the part of the movie that really shines, and the only part I really remember, is when the dude and the Licky Licky switch bodies. Okay, we're going to have to watch it. This on Rabbit. I, I'm, I'm watching. I'm, I'm going to watch the whole trilogy. I'm going to, like, do... Uh, just watch them all three of them in a row. Wait, what, 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 what's the first one in the trilogy? Is it the Dark Cry movie? It is the Dark Cry movie. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you only remember like specific parts. Uh, this is really psychologically interesting to me because it's like if I were to say Rayquaza, Destiny, Deoxys, I know exactly the thing that you remember for that. The hot dog machine? The hot dog machine. The hot dog like, machine what does that so have good? to do with the movie? It has nothing to do with the movie, but it, that's the part you remember. It makes like three appearances. If First, I say the like, Munchlax Pokemon is trying Heroes, to get a hot like, dog Ash out. makes out with Latias. Oh, wow. I've never, <laughs> I've never seen all of Pokemon Heroes. I've only seen the riding on like Squirtle, like surfing at the beginning. I don't know what Pokemon. It was a Totodile. Totodile. And... Then I've only watched the YouTube version of just the end to verify that Ash does kiss a Pokemon. I've never seen the middle part. I don't know what the actual story of Ash getting his thirst on is. 
I've never. <laughs> it's thirst. It's basically a uh, Team Rocket, not the original, but like two other members of Team Rocket tried to steal the uh, Soldu. And then the Lotties are trying to make sure that they don't happen, but then it happens anyway because it just does. <laughs> it just does. Okay, so I have a date here. All right, so our next Pokemon movie night will be Friday, April 22nd at 9 p.m. Central Time. And we're going... I don't know what Pokemon movie we're going to watch. Um, I can at least assure you that it will not be the first four movies and it will not be Arceus and the Jewel of, Ju- Jewel of Life because we just saw those. The Dark Pot- Dark maybe, maybe, maybe the Dark Cry movie because that movie's good. But I want to I wanna at least have all the Pokemon movies under my belt before I start going back to ones I've seen. Um, so I don't know which one we're going to watch yet, but it will be Friday, April 22nd, 9pm. How do you get in? Uh, our $10... And Upbackers, uh, they're part of the Community Nights, so they will get first access in. So they will get the link about 15 minutes before the movie starts. After that, after about 10 minutes before the movie starts, all of the rest of the Slack community will get access to the movie. And then after that, five minutes before the movie starts, we will give access to Facebook and Twitter followers. There was plenty of room last time to get in, so you know if you're not a if you're not a Patreon backer, I mean if if you really want access, that's a good reason to back for Patreon for like a dollar a month. Again, don't don't plenty of Twitter people got in last time, but I don't know how popular it'll be because it's our second time, and it's on a Friday night, not a Tuesday night. So uh, just keep that in mind if you want to watch a Pokemon movie with us. It's happening. If it turns out to be good, well, we have. How many Pokemon movies are there? 19. We watched one. We have 18 more to go. So we got plenty of movies to watch together. And I encourage you guys to come out. Even uh, come out. Because it, it was a really good time. Lots of laughs. And yeah, it was good. Switching gears real quick. We're going to jump to our Pokemon of the week. And this week's Pokemon is Swampert. Uh, which is the evolution of Tyler's favorite Pokemon, Mudkip. Oh, yeah. Uh, Tyler said he had a moveset, but before we get to that, let me just run down some some sick info on Swampert here. Uh, Swampert is very strong, is very strong with enough power to easily drag a boulder weighing more than a ton, batter down opponents, and swim faster than a jet ski. Now, if you are making a Tinder profile... Dragging a boulder more than a ton, battering down opponents, and swimming faster than a jet ski will probably get you some good swipes. Hey, it, but Mudkip can lift a boulder with its uh, <laughs> fin. So It has powerful vision, enabling it to see even in murky water. Swampert also has the ability to predict storms, sensing subtle differences in the sound of waves and tidal winds with its fins. When a storm is approaching, Swampert will pile up boulders to protect its nest. As, a f- as its former signature move, Muddy Water is another capable... Wait. As its former signature move, mu- Muddy Water is another special capability of this Pokemon. That is, that is a sentence. It makes nests on beautiful beaches. Only the most beautiful of beaches for Swampert. And it can Mega Evolve into Mega Swampert. Tyler, you said you had a move set? 
Yes, I do. All right. So, Swampert is not really the best Pokemon. I like it using him just because his typing being water ground. His best stat is actually in his attack stat, which is 110. So I pretty much um, decided to make him a tank, putting all my EVs into special defense and HP. That allows him to take all the grass attacks you want, um, put the any extra four anywhere you want. Uh, you want to give him Ice Punch, Waterfall, Rock Slide, and Earthquake because he's just going to be soaking up a bunch of damage. It doesn't really matter what you give him if you give him like a protect or whatever that doesn't matter at all you're going to want torrent for its ability because damp is just horrible it just prevents explosions other than that you just want to slap an assault vest on it and you're good you wouldn't recommend the mega swampert route i use the mega swampert route but uh that requires like a rain team to be set up because it gets the ability swift swim i run it with a latios that has uh rain dance okay cool but it's pretty cool it really can take a lot of hits just don't count on going first unless you have that uh rain set up if you're megaing it got it got it yeah it's too bad you can't mega end quick claw at the same time yeah, That's that would be way too OP. It would be. <laughs> um, it's already nasty enough in the card game for all the Pokemon to hold two items. Uh, Mega Swampert has the highest base stat total of all fully evolved starter Pokemon. Swampert and its pre-evolution Marshtomp are the only starter Pokemon to have a four times weak weakness against another starter type, which is... What is that, grass? Yeah, it's grass. And last bit of trivia here. Uh, Swampert has the fewest weaknesses of any starter. Which I believe is only that one, grass. Let's hey, yeah, make I think sure. I think it's just grass. Uh, if you get a shiny Swampert, it's going to be uh, pink and orange instead of blue and orange. Looks real good. Which is oh. so cute. Yeah, it's more of like a, yeah, it's like a pinkish purple. Uh, like a richer pink. It looks good, though. And like Mudkip and Marshtomp, Swampert is based on the Mud Puppy. The, I can never say this word, the Axolotl? Oh, well, Oxlocoddle? Yeah, maybe, I think. And the Mud Skipper? Uh, it's the same thing as Wooper, right? Yeah, um, it's, it's, it's the Dr. Shrink in Animal Crossing, whatever that thing is. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. Everything goes back to uh, Animal Crossing. <laughs> Axolotl, axolotl. Just because those particular like salamanders were very popular in Japan for some reason at one point in time. They're not really that cute. They're not. They're kind of weird. They're disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're a little weird. So that's uh that's Swapbird for you guys. Uh, I don't think he was ever good in the trading card game. Not that I can remember. He's got a mega, but it's horrible. That sounds about right. If you're not Mewtwo, you're not good in the trading card game. Mewtwo yeah. and Darkrai are very dominant. Dominant, Like every single Yvelto. one of their cards. is always revenant. the new Mewtwo. It's even better than the new Mewtwo because uh, it does a 20 plus instead of a 20 times. So it stacks up that extra 20 damage. Yeah, and if you're playing um, extended format, is that what it's called? Expanded. 
expanded format, you can stick a dark claw in there. Get 20 more. Yes. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Well, cool. I think that that is really all we have for you guys today. Uh, unless you guys have anything else you want to mention. Um, I don't seem to have anything. All right. Um, become a Patreon. It's very, very good. <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, I'm, I try to make uh, I try to make it worth it for all the Patreon Patreon backers, and uh, yeah, the Slack community is one of my favorite things to uh, look at every day. I spend more time in there than you do. I mean, I, I spend, my I spend a lot of time in Slack. <laughs> I I read a lot, but I like sometimes I don't want to engage in the conversation because. I don't want to like dip out of the conversation and they're like, where, where do you go? So I just, yeah. I just kind of read and catch up on everything, but so you're, uh, you're a lurker. I'm a lurker. Yeah. It's a very great community. Uh, so if you want to support the Patreon, patreon.com slash it's super effective. Otherwise, Will, where can our listeners find you? Uh, on Twitter at wash in the sink where I've always been. Awesome. And Tyler, if you want people to find you, I don't, Use my Twitter ever. If you want to, you can shoot me an email at tyler.arnold at apastudents.org, but your choice. There you go. Well, your choice to follow the podcast on Twitter. It's at Pokemon Podcast. That's where we're going to be up to date with the latest and greatest movie nights, new episodes, late episodes. You get it all right there. Uh, otherwise, you can follow me on Twitter. It's at DrakingALake. But this has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are... It's super, super effective. And Mudkips. No, it should have been Mudkips. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>